Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you get your podcast. On today's episode, oh yeah, that's right, we're back on the hardwood tonight, so we are going to break down the MSU Butler game, not just with me, but also David Woods of Indie Star. He knows everything about the Bulldogs basketball program. And then, oh yeah, we got to talk about Kenneth Walker for Heisman in the third segment. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, you wonderful Spartan fans. How y'all doing today? I'm sure you guys are doing just fine as it is game day. That's right. The basketball Spartans are Hitting the hardwood tonight down at Butler. Yes, in one of the most storied venues of all time. It is going to be a hoot and a half to watch at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. As the Spartans, well, try to uh, change the Big Ten's fortune in the Gavit games so far. Uh, should be a good one, and we will talk about it. But first, of course, you know that we got to start this show with some housekeeping. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is Lockdown Spartans. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, and you can also reach out and ask us questions or give us comments whenever you feel the need to uh, at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. Actually, in the third segment, we will be tackling a question sent to that email address later on. Yep, so segments one and two, we'll talk about the Butler game, and segment three, we'll talk about uh, what we want more, a Kenneth Walker Heisman or a potential Big Ten title. That's right, nice little uh, question there to end the show, so... With, uh, without further ado, hey, let's, let's start breaking down this game, shall we? So, Michigan State, yes, they are taking on the Butler Bulldogs, who are 3-0 and so far this season. They have beaten teams IUPUI, Central Arkansas, and Troy. So, not necessarily a murderer's row, but hey, you know what? 3-0 and is 3-0, and so good for you, uh, Butler. There you go. Look at you guys go. Uh, we will be talking about Butler and what they're all about in the next segment. We'll touch a little bit here and there in the first segment, but really just wanted to make the first segment all about keys to the game coming up. First key, first and foremost, um, this isn't just a Michigan State issue coming into this game. No turnovers are going to be an issue for both teams here. Michigan State, so far, just two games this season, but it's also been a trend the last few years, as we've been talking about. So far, the Spartans have 14.5 turnovers per game. Second half was actually not too bad against Western. On Friday, they tightened it up. I believe they only had four turnovers in the second half. Uh, So, yeah, it's looking okay there. And uh, if you thought 14.5 was bad, I I could do you better than that with the Butler Bulldogs, who have been turning the ball over 15 times a game so far this season, including 21 turnovers against Troy. Yes, they beat Troy. By, you know, about 10 points. But yeah, whoo boy, uh, 21 turnovers made that a little, a little hairy for them. Uh, however, Butler does get back very experienced point guard. Uh, Aaron Thompson, he is a fifth-year starter. Uh, no, does Aaron Thompson shoot the ball well? Not not really, no. Three-point shooting is not his specialty, but he pretty much does everything else well, including taking care of the ball. So, uh, yeah. Turnovers are, uh, as with every Michigan State game, are going to be the top key here. This time, though, they're also facing a team that really struggles with keeping the ball in their own hands on possessions. So, yeah, that'll be definitely storyline number one. Storyline number two. Uh, okay, so Aaron Thompson doesn't shoot the three-point ball well. 
But boy, howdy, G. Williker so far does uh, Butler on the season so far after three games shoot the ball pretty well. Like I said, it got a little hairy against Troy, 21 turnovers, but that's not an issue when you shoot 48% from behind the arc, which is what they did in their last game. Also, for the season, they are a collective 40.3% shooters from behind the arc, and they have one, two, three, four, five guys that shoot above 37.5%. Their leading scorer is Chuck Harris. He averages 15.7 points a game, and yes, he shoots it at a 38.5% clip from down deep. Last year wasn't necessarily a sterling year behind the three-point arc for them, but hey, so far after three games, it's been going a little better for the Bulldogs, unfortunately. So, uh, But that's just kind of how it goes with Butler. They are going to be a guard-oriented team. They remind me of just Western in the sense of their uh, starting five makeup. You know, three guards. They got big men, of course, but none really too overwhelmingly physical opposing, which leads us into point number three, or key number three, rather, the boys down low have got to eat. Yes, we were talking about Marcus Bingham. He should feast this game. Uh, Julius Marble, Matty Sissoko. Heck, hey, Joey Hauser. This, this could be a nice opportunity for you as well. So, yes, this could be a prime for the picking game for the MSU big men. As Butler, uh, they start Bryce Golden. Okay, six foot nine, likely on Bingham. I think Bingham will aesthetically overmatch him, though. Also, Bryce NZ. Yes, that's right. They start two guys named Bryce. Uh, Bryce NZ is six foot seven, and you pair him on Hauser. And okay, Joey, let's get to work, bud. And also, Eastern Michigan transfer Ty Gross comes off the bench. He is six foot eight as well. So no, we are not in the part of the schedule yet where we are facing uh, Kofi Coburn or uh, Travion Williams, the Hunter Dickinsons of the world. No, it's smooth sailing so far in the non-conference schedule as they get another favorable matchup in the paint. So that is another fun battle to watch coming up here. And guys, last but not least, uh, this is the fourth key to the game. It's free throws. I'm begging you. Let's make some free throws here. Please, for the love of everything. Um, MSU right now, after just two games on the season, small sample size, is 67% on the year. Hey, last year they were 72%. So, yes, that is going to be a big factor in the game tonight is free throws. And because I think it'll be a close one. And it's not just me thinking that it will be a close game tonight. Oh, no. The wonderful, wonderful people in Las Vegas think that it'll be a close game as well as they have MSU as a minus two and a half point road favorite on betonline.ag right now. So, yeah, those are the keys to the game. Obviously, we're, we're looking for a, a strong performance uh, on the perimeter from guys like Tyson Walker, uh, Max Christie. And we're not just talking about offense either. We're primarily talking defense. I think another fascinating uh, wrinkle to this game here is that, yeah, with the, the size and the mismatches uh, when it comes to physicality is who is Gabe Brown going to be deed up on? Because his length can certainly bother one of these three guards should he be on the perimeter just sauntering over one of these three-point shooters that the Butler Bulldogs have. Um, yeah, so Tyson Walker, Max Christie, I'll bring them up more time, and also Jaden Akins. Yes, these are also the three guys that we talked about before the Western game. But it'll be interesting uh, how their experience goes up against Butler Bulldogs' experience as well. And we talk about this with David Woods next segment, but... Uh, 
Butler's average age on their team has to be like 28.3. Like the, these are, are just grown men that play for Butler. They have been around the game forever. But again, so will experience uh, beat out talent here coming up in tonight's game. So yeah, should should be fun, I think. Am I a little spooked about how it's you know been going for the Big Ten so far? No. Uh, full transparency, I'm recording during the afternoon, so the Tuesday night games have not tipped off in the Gabbitt games. But, oh boy, it was tough sledding for Illinois. It was tough sledding for Wisconsin. So, yeah, uh, definitely looking to steer the ship in the right direction here for the Big Ten. Just putting the whole conference on our back, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah, okay, going to be a fun one. Is it must win? No, probably not. Is it nice to win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, no road game against a, a solid conference like a Big East team. Um, listen, it's not going to be easy, but Butler is a team that Michigan State should beat. This is going to be a great barometer of how we should be looking at the Spartans. Maybe not the rest of the season, maybe that's too extreme, but how they will fare in the rest of their non-conference slate as well. Okay, the battle for Atlanta's coming in hot. You got Louisville coming in hot, so yeah, it'll, uh... This is going to be a nice learning lesson here, as we try to find who this MSU team is between... Okay... They faced a really good top five Kansas team, and okay, they faced a really not so good Western Michigan team that also lost their best player very early on in the game. So, if not for nothing, hey, I'm excited to find out what this MSU team is is really all about here as we kick off this MSU basketball shooty hoop season. And uh, just like I said, guys, we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about the Bulldogs here in a little bit, but need to talk to you fine folks about prize picks. That's right, guys, prize picks. We're talking about the leader in college sports daily fantasy. They're offering more college football props than anyone in the world, and they offer all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid-major players you might have never even heard of. So, prize picks, guys. How do you play it? Well, just download the award-winning app from the App Store or Google Play, and then, of course, you deposit your money, but not without promo code Locked On. That's one word, locked on, and that's going to unlock a 100% instant deposit match for up to $100. So from there, you pick two to five players over under on their projected stats like passing yards or catches made or touchdowns scored, and then you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It is just you against the projected numbers. No one else's lineup, just you against the numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and best of all, they offer safe and fast withdrawal, so do not hesitate Check out prizepicks.com right now and smash in promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Before getting to David Woods of Indie Star, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. On the phone with me is a man that knows more about Butler basketball than I know about my very own life. Yes, we are talking about Indie Star's David Woods, a man who has also written three books about Butler basketball. David, thank you so much for joining us today. How on earth are you doing? I'm doing just fine, Matt. Thanks for having me on. 
No, I appreciate you joining us. Um, so just a little bit of background before we dive into this game individually. From the grand scheme of things, what, what's Butler looking like this year? Yes, they're on a 3-0 and start. Didn't really beat anyone special. They don't get any AP top 25 votes. So is this a team that really doesn't deserve any top 25 votes? Or in your opinion, are they an under-the-radar team that's ready to surprise the Big East? Well, it's it's they they might be under the radar and they might be, but you, you know, but you kind of have to see it. I mean, Butler was, you know, eight and twelve in the Big East last year, um, mm-hmm. and ten and fifteen overall. But they returned like you know ninety seven percent of their scoring, and have um, and have six players uh, on the roster in their fifth or sixth year of college. So I, I think they they could they could put a lineup out there is probably older than some uh, NBA starting fives. But just being old <laughs> isn't, isn't going isn't to necessarily win you games. Although we've seen uh, in this sport that experience overrides uh, young talent often. So, uh, you know, they've, they've got to prove it. But I, I would say Butler has a chance to be good. And so, just to refresh everyone, uh, so far Butler has beaten IUPUI, Central Arkansas, and Troy. So it's not exactly murderer's row, but still, three wins. But in those three wins, have you seen anything that's really positive that was quite the opposite of a positive last season? Uh, well, they, they, they really floundered uh, the first halves of, of all three games. And I, and I think a lot of that could be rectified by the return of, uh, of Aaron Thompson, who, who's their who's their uh, point guard for a, for a fifth season. Um, he was suspended for three games for undisclosed uh, violation of team rules. So he'll be making his – he'll be playing a regular season game for the first time in nine months uh, when he takes the floor against the Spartans. Uh, I, I think he corrects a lot of uh, Butler's clunkiness, and, and Butler did shoot uh, – 50, 58% in the second half against Central Arkansas and 69% in the second half against Troy. So, so it's like it's hard to do much better than that. Um, the, uh, also, the uh, emergence of Ty Gross, you know, who is a Michigan native, uh, Eastern Michigan transfer, uh, he's, he's a very uh, – as, as gifted a player, I think, as, as I thought he might be, um, you know, just – Six eight, athletic, can play all over the floor. He didn't do anything against uh, Troy, but he looked terrific against uh, Central Arkansas. And they bring him and 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 Jair Bolden off the bench, and they're they're going to be uh, thousand point career scorers. And there's it's obviously an extreme rarity for a college basketball mm-hmm. team to bring two thousand point scorers off the bench. Um, so th- those have been uh, notable, as has been the ascendance of. Uh, uh, freshman guard Jaden Taylor, who's from Indianapolis, and actually Butler has has rarely been able to keep kids at home, and uh, and he's moved into a starting role and, and has averaged 13 points a game in his first three games. And what I like to do with all previews is just what what should scare me? What should scare us state fans as we're just sitting around waiting for this game to tip off tonight? It, because right now I've got my eye on the 40% three-point shooting. Is it going to be that or is there something even – Beyond that, that should have us green and white fans a little shook for today. Uh, I don't know. I just think a lot, you know, just even even two years ago when they had when they got as high as fifth in the country and they had, you know, two really good players and Kamar Baldwin, who is one of the school's all time greats and Sean McDermott, who uh, who played some for the for the Grizzlies uh, last year. You know, their offense didn't function very well with, with Aaron Thompson. 
So and 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 Thompson is also a very good defender. So I mean he, he's 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 a he's as non shooter as they've ever had. I mean he can't he can't uh, you know he can't find the uh, basket from the three point line with GPS. But uh, <laughs> but he does but he does everything else really well. Uh, and then uh, Chuck Harris kind of went off uh, uh, against Troy, and, and he he's a very he he played great late last season, and and he's. He's hasn't been recognized, as, but I, I really think he's one of the better players in the Big East, uh, Chuck Harris. And on the flip flop, what should have what, what should state fans be feeling really good about? What should Butler fans be really worried about? Is it because I mean, like Michigan State so far this year, it looks like Butler's been turning the ball over a little bit. So could it possibly be that, or is there anything else that's really got the Bulldog fans a little worried for tonight? Yeah, Butler turned it over way too much, and again, I I, I think that will be uh, alleviated by return of Thompson. Uh, also, you know, um, uh, Michigan State's uh, uh, bigs. I mean, Binkham and and uh, and Hauser. I mean, those are those are those are guys who are going to you know potentially cause Butler a lot of trouble. Uh, Hauser's actually played against Butler before when he was at Marquette. Um, it's like three seasons ago, but uh, and then. Uh, they really haven't got much production out of Bryce Golden at all, who's a six-nine center, and then and then Bryce Enzi hasn't scored a lot, but he's he's been a good passer, but he's a very undersized post at six-seven. So you know, dealing with someone in six-eleven like Bingham, uh, and then someone like you know Hauser who can you know use what almost ten rebounds a game, and you know can go outside and shoot. I mean those 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 two those two uh, players you know could be really difficult for Butler to deal with is there an individual matchup that you're looking forward to watching the most um just from a even a neutral outsider perspective watching this game like what what will be the best one-on-one matchup do you think throughout the game oh gosh I don't know um the uh, there's a lot of options no no doubt yeah like like, now now Gabriel he's six seven right like like I don't know who's gonna guard yeah six seven yeah yeah yeah, for Butler, because yeah. they're they're probably going to start three guards. So I don't know if Thompson mm-hmm. will start off on him, but that's uh, you know that that's that's going to be that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, I suppose they could bring in Ty Gross some because then they they still have two guards on the floor. So uh, Butler has you know I mean it sounds like a cliche, but they really probably do have seven guys who start. Um, so they're they're you know they're, they're kind of bringing starters off the bench, but uh, but again they you know they they've got to prove it and they've got to show it because um, you know last year was was pretty uncharacteristic Butler basketball season, but in a COVID year maybe we've seen in bunches of sports you know maybe you shouldn't uh, overreact to things that happen in the COVID season. I know it wasn't it wasn't smooth sailing for Michigan State either. I was going to say, I'll, I'll sign up for that. No problem. Yeah, you, you'll absolutely get me to hop on board with that <laughs> right there. No doubt about it. Um, and Well, last but not least, I mean, of course, as we do on a podcast, all talking head shows, I got to ask you this question. Do you have a prediction for the game? Do you, do you see a way this, this one goes one way or another? Well, you, 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 we, don't, we don't know each other, but I, 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 do not, I do not make predictions unless I'm required to do so by my employer. I respect um, that. Yeah, all right, there we go. I, I just, no I, problem. I, I don't. For some reason, I just never get interested in that. Uh, I don't even know who's favored. I think uh, I think Michigan State would be uh, favored on a on its home court or neutral court. Um, I, I'm guessing that it'll be pretty even uh, at Hinkle Fieldhouse. And uh, uh, but, but that's quite coincidentally, actually, uh, Michigan State 
played at the Hinkle Fieldhouse uh, 50 years ago. They uh, and and the only, of course, the only meeting since then was in the, was in the 2010 Final Four. So uh, the two teams yeah. years ago, when Tony Hinkle was the coach, you know, played annually. So I'm I'm, I'm glad this uh, I'm glad this pairing has been renewed in the Gavit Games. And I'm excited to see MSU play back at the field house. I mean, that's one of the best, if, if not the best venue in college sports. I mean, so that'll, that'll be awesome to see MSU back in, in that barn down there. So that'll be a good time. And I got to take after you. I, I got to stop doing predictions too, because I, I might be batting like 10% on predictions on football and basketball this year. So I, I might be um, stealing that idea from you. Of just oh, I don't know. I, just, I, I, I guess that's just a quirk of mine. I, I, I just, I just can't get into it. Just don't enjoy doing it. I, good for you, honestly, because I don't either, because I'm always wrong. So <laughs> there we go. Well, David, I can't thank you enough for uh, you know hopping on and uh, having you. Have you just dropped your knowledge on Butler basketball with us? And yeah, definitely uh, feel a lot more ready for tonight's game than, than I would have otherwise without you, man. So really do appreciate it. Yeah, well, I, I think it'd be a really good game, and, I, and I'm and I'm glad that the Big East and Big Ten have this, and and uh, mm-hmm. you know it, it'll 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 be now. You know, obviously Michigan State's had much more of a test having had played Kansas, so. So this this will tell us a lot about Butler, maybe not as much about Michigan State. Huge thanks to David Woods for his time and also just for offering his knowledge on all things Butler basketball. I mean, who better to talk to than a guy that's, well, written everything about Butler, oh God, in the last uh, decade or two or three decades. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. So super pumped to have him on and pick his brain about tonight's game. Uh, we will be back. We're going to switch it up. We'll talk about football. We'll talk if you want a Kenny Heisman more. Or if we want a Big Ten title more. But first, guys, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, <gasps> your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. That's right, guys. NetSuite by Oracle. That is the powerhouse in getting your business run. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial financial system. Who couldn't get the word out of my mouth to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Ninety-three percent of surveyed businesses. 93%, that's right, of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. That's right, guys. They're the real deal. They are the real deal. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash NCAA. So head to NetSuite.com slash NCAA. For special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. One more time, that's netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Also, I need to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. That's right, guys. I've been talking about Built Bar for quite some time. And quite frankly, just because they're the best. They are the best. If, if you get me off the microphone and you say, all right, hey, shoot me straight. Like, Built Bar, do you really like it? Or are you just pay to talk about it? Hmm. <laughs> Oh no, it's the real deal. Uh, it is soft, it is chewy, it is delicious, and it is so flavorful it tastes better than a lot of candy bars that you've had in your entire life. It tastes better than every protein bar that you've had, I can promise you that. Because you're probably thinking like, oh no, I already got my protein bar, I'm brand loyal. 
Now, I guarantee the, the protein bar that you're biting into that tastes like uh, pencil shavings that you're just trying to convince yourself tastes like blueberry bonanza. Mm-mm. Doesn't hold anything to Built Bar. Guys, Built Bar is low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high in protein, high in taste. So it's all the healthy benefits on top of just being the best tasting protein bar in the world. We got flavors like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. And they've always got limited time flavors that just fly off the website so fast because, well, they taste so good. So go check out that website right now. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. One more time, guys. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. Uh, just like I've said probably 4,872 times at the top of the show, if you ever want to reach out and ask a question or drop a comment, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. And that is what my guy Hunter did. He lit up the inbox with a fantastic question, a tough question, and also gave his insight and thoughts on it as well, which is always welcome with emails. All right, so got some reading to do, but bear with me. I think you'll find this as fascinating as I do. Would, I'm sorry, I'm already screwing up. (laughs) What would a Heisman Trophy for Kenneth Walker III mean for MSU, the program, fans, recruiting, etc.? For me personally, if K-9 won the Heisman, knock on wood, that would be bigger and better than if the team this season going to a possible college football playoff, Big Ten Championship, or New Year's Six Bowl game. Sure, those things are big accomplishments, especially after last year, but we have accomplished those goals before throughout MSU football history and are bound to have those same opportunities in the future. However, to my knowledge, MSU has never come close to having any player in the serious Heisman consideration late in the season. K-9 is a generational talent, might be MSU's only legitimate opportunity to not only be in New York for the ceremony, but also to be lifting the trophy at the end of the night. Hunter, you are bang on. Generational. Generational is what Kenneth Walker is. That is is correct. Uh, The last Heisman finalist that donned the green and white for Michigan State, Lorenzo White. That happened back in not just 1985, but also most recently in 1987. He was a two-time Heisman finalist. Now, there are two recent players that have gotten Heisman votes. Not invited to the New York ceremony, but got Heisman votes. It was in 2008, Javon Ringer got 10th place overall in voting. He actually got a single first-place vote, so shout-out to him. And also, most recently, the last vote-getter... For Michigan State was Connor Cook back in 2015. He actually finished ninth overall in Heisman voting. So yes, the last person to be invited as a finalist is 1987, Lorenzo White. We're talking generational, baby. However, this is where the debate comes into play. This is where it is. It, it, and you know what? No wrong answer to this debate either. I'm going to have my opinion, but God, this is like... What do you like better, chocolate or vanilla? Uh, Jets pizza or Little Caesars pizza? I, I'm not. I'm not going to fault you for having your opinion on this because everything you said about Kenny winning the Heisman checks out. And you also start by saying, "What would it mean for MSU, the program, fans, recruiting, etc.?" It would send a jolt through, no doubt about it. He already has, quite frankly. Uh, I think he's wrapped up the Heisman ceremony invite, especially if you look at the odds. 
There are four guys way ahead of the pack than everyone else. I think four guys get the invite to New York this year. Now, what this does for recruiting, we talked about it yesterday a little bit with Justin Thind of 24-7 Sports, that, hey, Jalen Berger, four-star kid. He uh, is an expat from the Wisconsin Badgers program, but guys like him see what Kenneth Walker's doing. They know Kenneth is going to leave for the NFL, leave a big hole. They also see an offense that could let running backs thrive. This does great, incredible things for the staff and recruiting. Now that that's all out of the way, I'll, I'll get to my opinion. I think I would rather still have definitely a college football playoff berth. Definitely a Big Ten championship. Now the New Year's Six Bowl game is where it gets interesting. Would I rather have a Heisman Trophy winner or a, let's call it a Fiesta Bowl bid? I think that is maybe where I start to lean, give me the Heisman instead. Let's say the if you don't get the Fiesta Bowl, you get the Citrus Bowl, or but you still get the Heisman. I think I would take that as well, just because what you're saying, it, it is generational. It is generational. So yeah, I think I would trade a Heisman for either the Peach Bowl or Fiesta Bowl. I would not trade it for a Big Ten title, which would then in part lead into a college football playoff. That's just too tough to beat. I mean, that would also mean... You've established yourself uh, above Ohio State this year. You've definitely established yourself as a top three, if not top two team in the Big Ten. And I think that bodes well, better than a Heisman would. Don't get me wrong. Both are awesome. Both are sensational. But if you can crack a Big Ten title, go to the college football playoff, or even go to the Rose Bowl. Right now, you can make a debate that MSU is a top three Big Ten program. I think if you do that, though, you can't throw the word debate in front of it, really, right? I mean, it's pretty cut and dry that you are a top three Big Ten program. If not, top two parked right behind those Ohio State Buckeyes. So, whoo, man, uh, you know what? I need to step back here. The fact that we're having this conversation in a serious light uh, as week 12 of the college football season fastly approaches is just another reminder of how absolutely bat bleep insane this whole season has been uh, just a complete, complete blessing to be able to watch this team banter about them five days a week on this podcast. And it's wow. What, what, what a journey, what a journey we've all been taking on the fact that we could have a, would you rather have a Heisman trophy winner or go to the college football playoff conversation this late in the season? Holy smokes, man. I, Mel, thank you. Kenneth, thank you. Peyton, thank you. Jay Johnson, thank you. Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor, Quivers, Crouch, Xavier Henderson, anyone. I'm sure they're all listening. I'm sure this podcast plays through the Scandalera Center every single morning. Um, just thank you guys for for what you guys have done to the program. What a what a journey this has been. And wow, we're gonna we're gonna keep having fun with it for the time being. So yeah, hey, great question once again, guys. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com if you ever have any questions or comments or anything. Uh, and hey, also once again too, thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day. We will be back tomorrow. We will be breaking down the Butler basketball game with uh, a, a good Twitter friend, Sam Martin. Yes, you might know him from a, a previous podcast. The Final Four is not on the schedule. He will uh, be joining me to talk about the Butler game and just whatever on earth happens tonight from that one. So, yeah, guys, uh, why don't you go ahead and make your second listen to Locked On Bets too? That's right, Locked On Bets, guys. Daily betting expert analysis from your boy Q, Lee Sterling. They got the whole gang. Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. That's Locked On Bets. 
once again, hosted by Your Boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. All right, guys. Hey, let's enjoy the game tonight. 7 p.m. Fox Sports 1. Woo! Go Green.